Hi, and welcome to the Spell It Out podcast. My name is Jessica Zweep. I'm the owner of Spell Fitness, an online health and fitness coaching program designed to help women who have tried everything and are tired of spinning their wheels and wasting their time find food freedom and navigate this busy, crazy, awesome ride called life. Here we're going to discuss food, fitness, faith, family, and hopefully have a little fun along the way. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to get talking with you. All right, so I get this question a lot also, and it is, how do I feed my family and do this program at the same time? And what I want to encourage you in is that this is not a diet, okay? When you come and you work with me in Spell Fitness, you are not going on a restrictive diet program. You are eating for life. And it will require some change because if what you were doing before, I've said this before, but if what you were doing worked, you you wouldn't be looking to change. You know what I mean? So if you are doing things and not seeing results, then you're not doing the right things. And when it comes, I know that my kind of niche market is moms, stay-at-home moms, working moms, busy moms, moms of multiple kids, moms of older kids, younger kids. You need to feed a family. You need to feed other people besides yourself. And how do you do that in a way that aligns with the goals that you have set out for yourself in uh, hopefully becoming a part of this program? So what I want to encourage you is that if it is in your house, you, someone you love or marginally tolerate is going to eat it. That's just like a universal rule of food. Um, And if it is not in your house, you, someone you love or marginally tolerate will not eat it because we're just lazy by nature. And so you need to work to set up your environment for fat loss success and food success. And that means keeping things accessible that fit your goals. So if you have fat loss goals, and I talk all the time about things like protein and produce, but you are filling your cupboards with cereals, chips, pretzels, cookies, breads, pastas, rice, and the protein and produce are pretty much non-existent, do not expect to see results. Do not expect your kids to eat fruit if there is no fruit readily available for them. If they have to wash it, cut it, prepare it, they're not going to think to consume it. And neither are you and neither is your husband. So someone is going to have to take the bull by the horns and either implement convenience help, right? There are a plethora of options available where you can purchase pre-washed, pre-cooked, pre-packaged, pre-portioned produce, or you do it yourself where you buy, you know, berries and you wash and cut them and portion them out. Or you buy vegetables and you wash and cut them and prepare them and put them out and serve them to your people. Um, One of my favorite like hacks for getting my kids to eat more vegetables is the sweet spot, which is not really that sweet, of time between school ending and dinner starting. And if you're anything like me and you have kids in just various ages and stages of life, Dinner happens either at like 4 p.m. or 9 (laughs) because of practices and homework and work and all the things. And so one of the ways that I like to encourage my kids to eat more vegetables is to put out the this is all I have platter. Um, They want snacks. They want to make, you know, pizza rolls and bowls of cereal and whatever else. And I get a big tray with a ton of cut up vegetables, peppers, cucumbers, 
carrots, celery. Uh, I put on there berries and apples and cheese cubes and different kinds of dip, right? Like I will make a protein ranch where I buy Greek yogurt, either protein enhanced or just plain Greek yogurt. Add like a splash of white vinegar and ranch powder seasoning to it and put it out. I don't serve it to them like a meal. I just put it out on the kitchen table or on the kitchen counter and they inhale it. And I don't feel bad if they eat that before dinner because they are filling up on produce, right? And they are not complaining about it. And then they're still going to eat a decent dinner if they're actually hungry enough. But even if they fill up on it beforehand, right? Like sometimes we get kind of like, uh, when (laughs) your kids eat a big snack and then won't eat the dinner that you prepared. Not that I'm speaking from experience or anything. Um, So have those things readily available. Cut up the produce when you get it home. Store it in a way that is, you know, it's going to stay fresh. And then when you get home or when they get home, put it out and leave it. And don't push it create autonomy and independence around making healthy food choices and you'll be surprised as to what they will try if it's just presented in a casual way. I know a lot of people say things like, oh my kids are such picky eaters. That's fine. Don't force it. Just create options. Um, Let them try what they want to try without the pressure of you have to eat everything on this plate. Um, And then when it comes to creating meals, what I really have found to be the most successful are a couple things. Number one, involving your kids in the preparation of the meal, which is a lot easier said than done because if you're anything like me, you're a little bit of like a control freak. And so it's hard to let kids help you when you want to do it yourself. Um, And then the other thing is to let it be something that they kind of have control over creating in their, on their plate. So you have, let's say, if you're creating like a perfect spell meal, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) you're going to have plenty of protein. So whatever it is that you're choosing for your protein, let's say steak, flank steak is something that I do a lot of. I'll buy big packages of flank steak at Costco, cook it up thinly sliced, and then serve it with vegetables. And I don't force my kids to eat a certain amount of the vegetable, um, but they have to choose something from each, uh, like option that's presented. So there's protein, vegetable, and usually a starch and they can mix and match. So they have to have some of the vegetable on their plate and some prefer more than others. So if I make, you know, flank with a Caesar salad, some of my kids really like salad and will have a ton of that. And then others don't as much, but they have to have some. Um, And then I, you know, usually have, you know, a potato or rice or mac and cheese or something like that, that some of them like more of. And if you have growing kids or really, you know, higher level athletes, um, kids that are just active and playing sports, they need more carbohydrates than someone trying to lose fat as a mom who isn't, you know, competing at a high level or going through crazy growth spurts. And so it's okay for them to consume more carbohydrates than you. Um, but having just the options and the, and the, and the availability for them to kind of choose their ratios, but then encouraging them, or even in my case, like mandating that they have to have some vegetable helps to open their palate to the idea of, um, 
a variety of foods. Um, you know, I have one kid who re- hates vegetables. Why do you put vegetables in there? Why not? Nah, nah. Because it's good for you. Okay. And you're going to try a variety of different vegetables. Sometimes you like them fresh. Sometimes you like them, you know, stir fried or roasted or, uh, grilled or whatever. And, but you're going to try them because you don't know until you try. So the big takeaway that I want you to take from this is that if you have it available, people are more likely to eat it. If you just say to your kids, like, eat something healthy, but you're not providing the healthy, don't expect them to do it, right? If you um, want to lose weight and you want your husband to lose weight and you want your kids to eat healthier and you want to improve the overall nutrition of the people in your home, do not fill your pantry, your fridge, your freezer with processed foods. Don't do it. Invest in the healthier options. And they may balk at it a little bit. There may be some disgruntlement. You may have to compromise. You know, I'll buy some cereal, but we're still sticking with lots of berries. Or, you know, you're not going to have pizza pockets every night. You're going to have some grilled chicken and a baked potato. Um, But try just presenting things in a casual way um, so that they can start to experiment with flavors and, and choose things on their own to improve their overall nutrition. Um, not with forcing, but again, the, the, the law or the rule that I want you to take away from this is that if it is in your house, they will eat it. If it is not, they will not. We're not, we're just not, um, as humans, as westernized people, uh, we like convenience. And so if it is going to be inconvenient to go and get something, we have to really, really want it. And a lot of times what's going to happen is they're going to be hungry. There's not going to be what maybe they would usually choose available. And so they are going to have to resort to choosing something that is available, that is readily available. And the more simple and accessible you make it, the more likely they are to choose it. So again, having the berries washed, having the vegetables cut, having the protein cooked, having it out on a plate, having it, uh, you know, prepared in ways that actually taste good, right? People don't really like just like steamed broccoli or raw broccoli. They like it with a little bit of salt or a little sprinkle of Parmesan cheese and roasted and crispy. They like it with flavor. So don't expect to go from a highly processed diet to fresh raw food overnight. You're going to have to move along the spectrum of, okay, we've been eating a lot of chicken nuggets and French fries. So we're going to have to start shifting a little bit to let's try some, uh, you know, baked chicken and maybe some roasted potatoes. And then we're going to move a little bit further and we're going to add in, you know, some roasted carrots or roasted broccoli and grilled chicken. And you're going to move along that spectrum as the palates start to change and the, and the, the correlation between, I feel good. I like this. It's not that bad. And then moving along that spectrum. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, again, I really want to just empower you with these short, quick hits of information so that you feel like you, it's not that overwhelming. You don't need lectures. You don't need novels. You don't need these long drawn out explanations of things. You need encouragement that you have the tools already in your toolbox. I'm just telling you to pick them up and use them. 
So thank you again for listening. Please leave a review, a rating, share this with a friend. I would love to hear what you think. um, And I will catch you on the next one.